You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab with Megan. It's time to take off our mom hats and let our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Welcome back to Business Blab with me, Megan. I have a very important episode for you this week and a super special announcement at the end. So let's get into it. Isn't being an entrepreneur the best? How about a mompreneur or a solopreneur? If you're running your business as a one-woman show, you deserve some serious props because you're really out here doing the most. I have to say, if I haven't told you lately, I am proud of you, and I'm sure that I'm part of a long list of people who would say the same thing. One thing I talk about a lot is how lonely entrepreneurship can be. Many of us work from our homes with our children and either are elbows deep in mom life or in full-blown boss lady mode shut in our caves, aka our offices, building our empires. But the build can feel like a slow climb sometimes, especially when you're on this journey solo. And it's a slow, lonely climb if you aren't surrounded by the right community. Running your business as a one-woman show has about a million pros and a million cons, but you know you're doing it for a reason, and that outweighs it all. Am I right, ladies? You know that passion, that drive, that calling that you can't quiet, and that is why we keep going. I've been a one-woman show for over 10 years now, and as hard as it can be, I promise it's worth it if you keep going. Today, I want to share some of the things that have helped me run my business solo. First is to understand your why. Now, I'm going to give it to you straight here. You cannot be a successful business if you don't know how to understand your why. Why? Because times are going to get tough. And if you don't feel your why to your core, if you don't feel that driving force with every fiber of your being, there's a chance you won't be able to hold on when times get tough. There'll be days where you question why you're doing this all. There'll be days where you just want to throw in the towel and give up. And if you don't know your why, you might end up throwing in that towel. Now, I'm all about positivity over here, so I'm not trying to bring you down with this or discourage you, but I have to be honest on this one. This is big. This is a big piece of your business. This is the piece of your business. So I want you to do some reflecting. Make sure that you know why you're doing what you're doing, not just surface level. I, just, I don't want to hear, I'm doing it for my kids or I'm doing it to make money. I want to hear deeper than that. I want the really, really deep stuff. And if you don't know your why, it's time to figure it out before you really do anything else. Next is to be clear in your message. So now that you understand your why, you want to make sure that it's clear in your message. What is the message that you're offering to your audience? How do they know that you're the person who can solve their needs? Why are they going to choose you? Does your message show your passion? Does it show your skills? Does it show your expertise? Does it set you apart? You want to make sure that your message is ultra clear, that it's very consistent, and it doesn't waver as you evolve. You want to make sure that it's that foundation for your business right there with your why, and it's going to stay consistent and clear even as you grow. Next, build your brand. When you're a one-woman show, it's imperative that you stand out. 
You may not be running with the big dog spending thousands of dollars on advertising and marketing, but you can create a brand that shines so bright people aren't going to miss you. You want to make sure that your brand pulls in your why and your message and that it's built around the real you. You want to make sure that you're the person behind the business and that people know who you are. This is so key. I don't want you to hide parts of yourself because you're trying to be professional. I talk about this all the time. You want to be vulnerable. You want to show the world who you are, as well as this amazing thing that you can offer them. Remember, people buy from people. You're a person. And that's really all there is to it. Build your brand around that. Next is to learn to manage your time. When you're running the show solo, time management is going to be a make or break for your mental health and the health of your business. Many of you who are listening right now are also moms or at least have other things happening in life besides just business, right? And it can be easy to let our businesses that we love take over our lives. Like without even doing it intentionally, we love what we're doing so much that it's creeping in left and right. We're not present ever because we're constantly thinking about our businesses. Can you feel me? We've all been there, but it doesn't have to be that way. Understanding your priorities and then building your business around your life is the best part of being an entrepreneur. So let your schedule reflect this. I want you to practice your blocking of time in a way that feeds your needs as a human being first, and then fill in your business around this. What obligations do you have to your family? What things do you owe yourself? Fill that in first, and then put the business in around the things that are going to fuel you as a human. If this is flipped, you're going to be on a quick road to burnout. You have to take care of yourself and your family and your priorities, personal before you take care of your business. And the people who do this are the people who have the most successful businesses without the overwhelm and without the burnout. Next is to find your community of like-minded women. I mentioned at the beginning here how lonely it is to be an entrepreneur. And I talk about this all the time, right? You've heard me. I just did a whole episode on the power of community. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and check it out because I'm not going to stop talking about this. This is lonely. This is hard. Being an entrepreneur is very, very isolating, but we don't have to and we shouldn't do this alone. Finding a supportive community of like-minded women who understand what you're going through and are there to support and cheer you on along the way will change your entire experience as an entrepreneur. Remember, community over competition always, right? Like women supporting women, let's lift each other up. Find a community who is going to lift you up when you fall and be proud of your achievements and just be there when you need to let it out. Find a community of women who understand what you're going through, who get it, and who are there to offer you solid advice or just be a listening ear if you need it, who are going to help you grow as a person and help you grow as an entrepreneur. And if you feel like you haven't found your community yet, or if you're looking to expand your community, make sure you check out Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters. This is exactly what it was created for, and I'll drop the link for that in the show notes. Next is automate and outsource, okay? This one is really important, and it can be kind of hard to do. Like, if you're anything like me, I like to have my hands in literally everything. I'm, like, so controlling of my business. I, I want to be touching and involved in every single thing, but that's not realistic, 
the to-do list for running a business is miles and miles long, but there are so many tools out there that can help lighten the load, even for controlling entrepreneurs like myself. One of the things that have become a favorite of mine is to automate whatever I can automate. I still have my hands in it, but then I don't have to physically go in and do the thing every time. So email workflows or setting up Zapier and creating zaps to make things happen without you having to be that middleman. Even batching and scheduling your content where you just get everything done, schedule it ahead of time, and it automates and posts itself. Anything that can make something have a couple less steps is literally going to save the day. It's going to make that time management piece much easier, and it's going to make sure that you're not missing things because you didn't just forget because there's so many steps, right? And when you've automated all that you can, please, please, please don't be afraid to outsource. If you hate doing something, try to remember that there are people out there who love it and they can be hired to help you. Now, outsourcing might seem too scary or too big for where you're at at certain times in your business, but basically any task can be outsourced and a lot of them are really affordable. There's so many affordable platforms out there to be able to outsource. You just have to do a little bit of digging, connecting, networking. Again, when you find that community, you can really help each other out. So just, you know, just look into it. Just give it a try. It might not be possible right now, and we'll talk about that in a minute here, but it's definitely something that you want to consider. And when you're thinking about outsourcing, don't just think about business. Can you hire a cleaning service to take the load off at home? Can you do grocery delivery, maybe like a meal kit type thing? Can you have somebody blow out your hair once a week so that you don't have to deal with it, right? Like outsourcing for your home life can also help your business too. So when you look at outsourcing, try to look at all of the things in your life. Okay, next is to invest in the right tools and the right education. You know what they say, you have to spend money to make money, right? I don't love that saying, but it is really true. And so as a solopreneur, as you're running your business, you really want to make sure that you're planning ahead to invest in your business and invest in yourself so that you can take leaps forward. Now, there's tons and tons and tons of resources out there. Again, I did an episode about my favorite resources because there's so many bells and whistles. You end up taking on way too many things, right? And you don't have to buy into all of these resources. You don't have to have everything. You want to pay attention to what you need, pay attention to where your weak points are, and invest in the tools and education that are going to help you grow. Be picky, but also be ready. It's okay to ask for and receive help. And I tell you what, having some kind of mentor or coach is going to take you to the next level. You may not feel like you need one because maybe you do something like that yourself, but you don't have to do this alone. I'll keep saying that and you shouldn't do it alone. And there are people out there that can help you grow your business and take up, pick up the slack in those you know weak points that you have and teach you how to work through that. So making sure you're planning ahead to invest in those tools and that education. And then plan for a future when you might have a team or might have help, right? So maybe if you can't outsource right now, planning for that, or if you're planning on growing your business eventually, planning on that. You might want to DIY forever, or maybe you plan on bringing on some team members in the future. My entrepreneur journey up until now didn't really leave me much room to grow. 
I had a salon business and then, you know, I was doing real estate. But now that I'm growing Boss Ladies and Babies, I know that a team is in my future. And one of the best piece of, pieces of advice that I was given by my friend Taryn, who has recently been working with me on some of my strategies, was to keep track of the tasks that I would do or that I would have a team member do right now. Even though I don't have a team right now and I don't know when exactly that's going to happen, I keep track of the, all of the things that I do each day that I could have a team member do. And I like to do this on my Trello board and I have a card called future team member where I track every single task that I do. And if it's something that I feel like a team member could do, I put it on that board. I write it down. I make a list. So when I do have a team member come on, it's going to make that transition so much smoother. It's going to ensure that nothing gets missed along the way. And it's also going to guarantee an awesome onboarding experience. So then when I want to hire another team member, it will be a great experience for everyone. And then the next one is to set goals. Now, this seems kind of obvious, but remember, when you're doing this on your own, you don't have a boss to answer to, which is amazing, but also it means that there's no one to tell you what to do or really keep you accountable, right? You have to make sure that you are staying on your own booty to get things done. And a great way to stay on track is goal setting. So I like to set quarterly monthly, weekly, and daily goals. And they all feed into each other, right? It helps keep me accountable and it makes sure that I don't miss anything important. I also like to check in with myself quarterly, almost like a performance review, right? I don't have anyone to do it for me, so I do it for myself to see the things that I'm doing great in, the things that are really working, and also maybe some things that I need to make adjustments on. Or, you know, we've talked a lot here about the seasons of our life, right? To see Am I taking on too much right now or could I take on a little bit more right now? Having that check-in with yourself each quarter will really make sure that you're understanding your business and your capability to grow inside and out. So I could literally go on about this all day. This is my thing. This is my favorite thing to teach. I feel like you know, growing a business on your own can be really scary and it can be really overwhelming. And sometimes we can start heading down the wrong path and feel like we have to start over. But I just feel like if you get those right things in place and you get those right foundations in place from the beginning, it's going to be so much easier. So there you have it. Those are my tips to be the best boss lady you can be. If you are feeling stuck or like you need some more help on any of those things, please reach out to me because again, this is what I do. This is my favorite thing to do. But I've also got something really exciting for you. If if this resonated with you and you're feeling stuck on any of these things we talked about today, I'm gonna take a quick minute here before we wrap up to tell you about my brand new, so exciting offer, the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind. Now, I have been working on this for a long time and I have finally opened up the wait list for the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. This is created for the Boss Ladies with Babies. It is time to build the business of your dreams around a life you love. Members of the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will develop an exceptional understanding of who they are as both entrepreneurs and mothers. You will be provided with the confidence and support to live your life and grow your business the way you want to, and a custom action plan on how to find the balance you've been craving. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to choose between being a good mom and having the business of your dreams. 
you can go from struggling through day to day to feeling confident and balanced in your business in just three months. The Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will walk you through the process, teach you to create a unique balance that works for you, provide you with support and accountability, and give you the tools you need to ditch the side hustle and grow the business you've always wanted. We cover basically everything that I talked about in this episode on such a deep level, and we don't miss a single piece of what you need to have that successful business while staying true to who you are. So the waitlist is open right now, and I am offering $1,000 off to anybody who signs up for the waitlist. So make sure you check out that link here in the show notes and reach out to me if you have any questions at all. No matter what, You don't have to do this alone. Your business is growing. You are doing an amazing job, and I'm so proud of you. If I can help you in any way, please know I'm always here for you. You can send me an email at megan at bossladiesandbabies.com. Reach out, ask for help, check out my resources, and until next time, stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you liked this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.